Hey, Phil. Hey, Senda. Hey, Monica. Hey, Ray. Do you all want to talk about playtesting? Eh, is it really necessary? Can we just write it and publish it? No. no. All right, fine. Cue music. And welcome to another episode of Pandas Talking Games. I'm your host, Phil. And I am your other host, Senda. And I'm your other, other host, Monica. I'm the other, 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 other host, Ray. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, 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 we are queer people speaking with authority about games. Also, Uh we swear. I'm mad about it. You've been warned. <laughs> we are explicit. <laughs> so if you didn't guess, this is a PXP Pandas crossover episode extravaganza. Margaret, edit Woo-hoo. in air horns. Wait, Margaret's not editing this. Margaret's not editing no. this. Send it quick. Edit in air horns. <laughs> Damn you. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> hey, so why don't we why don't we just get right into it? So for tonight's topic, we are going to be talking about playtesting, which of course is something that every game designer should do. And we want to just jump right in. So we're going we're gonna to pass this around. And there are four of us. So we're going to answer these questions maybe a little bit more quickly than we usually do or we're going to attempt to. So what are some best practices for playtesting your game? Hey, if you can, get someone else to run it. If you can, obviously that's like time, resources, friends related and if you can't play it with people who aren't your home group the people who you play with all the time have certain expectations you've got this like already established social contract you guys know each other really well and if you are the types that are consistently like homebrewing and house ruling stuff like my group is then you already sort of have a sense for like the way that you guys understand rules so outside perspectives are essential when you're when you're writing your own thing, you you're you're living in the monkey house, as it were. You cannot s- sense that it smells like shit, so you have to have somebody else <laughs> <laughs> help you out. Wow. <laughs> also, not to not to jump in here, but it's also important to be able to write something that someone could run without you there, like staring yeah. over their shoulder, going, "Hey, it should be like this." You have to make sure that yeah. your writing is clear enough that a total stranger could pick it up and run it. Absolutely. I also think that when it comes to playtesting, especially early on when the when everything in the game is brand new, that you really should just focus your playtest. When you're playtesting, you should really only look at one or two parts at a time. Like in the beginning, maybe you're just going to test out skill checks or you're going to test out your core mechanic or combat. Because if you try to run the playtest and look at like everything all at once, uh, one, one, it's going to be a lot to take notes on. But two... If one thing is wrong, it kind of, especially early on, it ripples through all the other parts. So you may be looking at problems that are going to either get solved when you fix something foundational about your game, or you're going to be chasing a lot of ghosts. So I tend to, when I start to play test, I will tell play testers like, okay, for tonight, really our focus is going to be on skill checks and combat. And if I hand wave anything else during the evening, we're not going to worry about it. I might still take notes, but really for tonight, I really want you guys to focus in on this chunk 
of the game and, you know, really think about it as we play. Yeah, right. Um, Also, when looking at these specific use cases, don't forget to allow for testing for edge cases, not just what your game is intended for, but what could be possible with the current rules as you've written them. You should encourage players to find ways to break things, as terrible as that sounds. You want to know where the breakable parts are. So if it's something that needs fixing, you fix it. Or if it's something that isn't really something that bothers you, you can ignore it. Yeah, or you can just have Jim McClure sit down at your game. He's like the game breaker, Mm. just in my opinion. And uh, so the one other thing that I will add to that, and I believe that this was a tip from, was it Jason Pitt? The UI Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Go ahead. Yeah, nod your head. Good. So which is um, when you are playtesting and you have materials, people are going to write things down on materials. They're going to take notes on them. They're also going to clarify things that weren't clear to them. And they may, you know, change like you can see if they had to squish something in or whatever it is. So when you're playtesting something, collect the playtest materials from those players so that you have that as like a UI test so that you can fix both layout stuff and also you can see what isn't clear about the materials that you're using for the game. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. and that and that comes up a lot if you're playing if you're playtesting at conventions cuz uh, a lot of times people want to take their sheets home with them. Yeah, like as souvenirs, you, but Yeah, and you have to be like, "No, no, 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 give it back." <laughs> These are I research think, materials. Yeah, it's something like yeah, yeah, yeah. Metatopia which is designed specifically for that. I think you'll find that people are a little bit more Okay, with yeah. like, no, those yeah. are research materials. They come back to me, thank you. You don't get to go take them home and frame them, thanks. Yep. Yeah, no, actually, Metatopia, I usually find that people are like, do you want Oh, this? yeah, yeah, yeah. Not I'm, not I'm taking this with me, but like, do you want this sheet back specifically to me? Yeah. Do you um, want this? It has yeah. my notes and an excellent drawing of my character. Here you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and also, you know, I noted right here when I was confused about this, so I wrote a clarifi- clarifying thing on it or whatever. And that is my post-Metatopia process. So, like, I mean, after yeah. the playtest is done, I open up the folder that I brought the game in, scoop up everything, and shove it back in there. And then, like, a week later, take it all out and sit and go through every page and kind of look at what was written in the margins. I mean, for Hydra Hackers, we found a couple of UI problems oh, on yeah. the character sheets. Mm-hmm. Strictly just from how people, you know, had to get around them. But yeah. also, yep. bold of you to assume I'll have a finished character sheet by Metatopia. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is once you have, like, Plato's materials to pass out, but it's a really handy thing to have. Anyway. I I was going to say, I'm bad, because I will, as part of the design process, start designing a character sheet. Almost, you know, almost, like, in the early phase. Just because, I don't know. It's It's fun. I don't know. I've seen... I've, I mean, I've seen designers who actually write their games in InDesign, which I think is completely savage. But um, (laughs) I, 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 I I will just lay things out in the early phase so that it's not just Google Sheets with characters on them or something. Yeah, I've certainly presented my fair share of, uh, this is a Word document. Enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, here, here is the pertinent text. Yep. How about being a participant in a playtest? So, like, let's talk about how to give good feedback and not be a dick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think feedback should be three things, basically. Actionable, constructive, and kind, which really covers the don't be a dick part. Yeah. Don't just tell people it sucked and leave it at that. That's super not helpful. I and mean, it's hurtful. Nobody wants to hear that their stuff sucked. Even if it did. Find <laughs> 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 a nice way to say it. Yeah. Find a nice way yeah. to say it. Or be, con- like, again, be actionable and be constructive. So if something sucked, you need to identify why and then something they can do about it. Uh, on the flip side, it was fun is like that dipper meme. 
Wow. <laughs> this is worthless. Yes. Worthless. Yes. Yes. Worst. Just I liked it or it was fun. It's fun. like I really yeah. need more from you here. Yeah, great. I already know I'm a good GM. Of course it was fun. Right. Yeah, we're not we're not testing my ability to run, run a, a game. game. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I knew you would like it. Yeah, I need I, more. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean I I, I definitely agree with that. I, I would say the other thing and uh, this comes from my background of having managed software teams and testers is that when you are giving your when you're giving your critique don't tell the designer how to redesign the game to fix it so tell the designer what didn't work what the play experience was at the table but don't be like you know if you use d12s instead of d10s in your dice pool you know you would you know you would get x y and z because one it's the designer's job to kind of come up with how they want to solve it. But in, in it also, the designer is aware of how all the other parts of the game interconnect. And so while it may seem very simple, like, oh, change the, you know, the D10 to the D12, there's a ripple effect of all the other things that would be impacted. And the designer may not want to go down that route. So I often will leave my feedback as I play tested this and I think that the, you know, I feel like combat was a little clunky or combat, the latency, like the time it took to get from turn to turn in combat was really long. And I don't know if you, you know, maybe you want to speed that up, that kind of thing. But I never say, I never design for the designer, if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I have on my outline that I slightly disagree, but it turns out that I don't actually. (laughs) I was waiting for you to disagree. Um, Well, so hearing you talk it out, I don't actually agree, but I am going to... I guess give this as an example of what I think is actionable feedback. Um, so like if the problem is that like, Hey, the combat turn is taking too long and you're playing the test. And you realize that like steps four and five of this 10 steps of combat resolution are causing the slowdown because they're redundant or overly complex. It's good to make a note and call that the designer's attention to that during feedback. But by that token, mm-hmm. don't just boss the designer around, which is basically what you were saying. Yeah. Yeah. So if you if that's the problem, you can say something like, hey, I noticed that there was some confusion happening during steps four and five of action resolution that caused the slowdown. Um, maybe consider rolling them into step two. That might help resolve the problem, which is not designing for the designer, but pointing out that you, especially if you are also a designer with your area of expertise, recognize this is the bug in the, the code. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You know, right here, here is a this. potential solution. This right here is causing your slowdown. Sometimes people who are playtesters, especially at something like Metatopia, whose job is not writing games, can put their finger on what's wrong, but can't diagnose the problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so someone at the table will go, combat's too slow, combat's too slow, but they can't put their finger on it. And then the designer is like, everyone was confused by steps four and five because they're basically the same thing. And yeah. you're re- you're repeating yourself, or like I think this is redundant. You can I I think it's safe to eliminate these three steps or whatever. And, and that's the sort of feedback that I try to give when I'm in high tests and whatnot. And like that's identifying a system's breakdown. That's not going into someone's game where they're playing a unique spell casting card mechanic and going, "You should write this in Fate." Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, I definitely. Which I've I've received that feedback before too. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, this is worthless. So helpful. So helpful. <laughs> wow, this is worthless. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm especially, I guess maybe I'm especially aware of it. Like, I try very hard not to say to somebody, like, well, actually, what you should be doing. Here, so right? you're trying like, not to mansplain is what you're saying. Yes, like so much don't, like so much not that, right? Like it's Honestly, thank you for like being so aware of that and trying not to do it. Yeah. <laughs> like that's so great. <laughs> It's, I mean, it's, it's an, it's, so it's inescapable. It is the tightrope of, of providing like the right feedback without like, like trying to swoop in and be like, well, let me show you what's, you know. (laughs) And so I'm happy if somebody wants to ask me a follow-up question. Like if I say like, oh, combat seems really slow in, you know, in this phase or whatever. And they say, well, what do you think that might be? I'm like, oh, well, by all means, let me, you know, like here's, you know, here's my take on it. But I try never to, I try never to offer all of, you know, everything all at once. I, it's interesting that you you brought up you you used to manage software engineers software mm-hmm. testing because I thought when like reading your your notes on the outline like oh this sounds like uh, someone who's like done QA for like like video <laughs> games and stuff because I I did it like really really briefly I did a little bit of QA for video gaming and it was kind of similar like not so much try to suggest how to solve the problem as it is talk about what you expected and what actually happened like in your in your bug report so to speak so mm-hmm. in your feedback like explain i thought it would be more like this or i expected it to be i expected combat to be faster or i expected combat to feel this way but instead I, it felt like this or it, it felt a little slow but also remember like you know just general feedback etiquette applies here like if you were giving feedback on like art or someone's writing do your best to point out what works or feels great as often as you point out what works or doesn't feel so good like don't don't just bring like okay here's all my problems with it don't don't be afraid to also tell them you know hey and and also like combat feels amazing like you the characters feel so powerful and blah 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 like you know be that goes in with the you know don't be a dick but designers also want to know what they're doing well on top of what needs to be fixed Yeah, that was my comment, too, is one of the things that, I mean, I don't always use it. I do see people use it, and I think that it's a pretty good way to kind of steer people into that specific type of feedback where you get positive and negative is roses and thorns, right? So you can say, hey, we're going to do feedback now. Like, as the person running the game, you can hand it to them like this so that they give you both the good and the bad, right? Like, let's do roses and thorns. I want to go around in here from everyone, what is one rose, like what's one good thing that you liked that you thought was working well? And what's one thorn, like one problem that you think that I need to look into, right? I'm not always totally on board with that exact phrasing, because then you really only give people the opportunity to give you one of each. Mm -hmm. And they might want to give you more, but it's like a good starting point, because you can also lay out as the person running the game, exactly what kind of feedback you're kind of expecting in return. And then as a person playing the game, whether the whether the person running the game, writing the game asks for that kind of feedback or not. It's really one of those things about constructive criticism in general is that a it's constructive, right? Like So that's key. <laughs> and then and then it always helps to also hear that not everything that you're doing is terrible, right? Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. we're human and we all will tend to fixate on like, everybody loved my game entirely, except that everyone hates this one little thing. And that's all they talk about is like, this one time that this silly thing happened. But like, that's all the comments that I got was all this terrible stuff about, you know, this one NPC or something like, 
And that doesn't feel good because we'll fix it on that. And then we'll try to fix a bunch of things that don't actually need to be fixed because everything else was great. But nobody said it. They just said that this one part over here sucked. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that can be really discouraging, too. Extremely. We're all podcasters and we do game stuff. And we all know that artistic validation is like key to being upbeat and (laughs) like begging for reviews. I'm sorry. What? Okay. What? Uh, you do that. You guys do that at the end of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was jumping. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're early. Yeah, I'm early. Yeah. <laughs> I've also heard of the roses and thorns thing called the sandwich method, and roses and thorns is so much more poetic. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> sandwich implies like bread and like mayo and well, like cold you, you, cuts or you, something. You, you good, bad, good. Well, yeah. No, I mean it makes perfect yeah. sense. Yeah, but who puts the bad stuff in the middle? In the of middle of their, their sandwich. sandwich. It's That's not a. Roast. It's not a. It's not a perfect analogy, okay? <laughs> Who's making these gross like the, sandwiches? The mayo would make it all slimy, like... Hey, Ray, speaking of gross sandwiches... What? Huh? <laughs> speaking of gross sandwiches, how about we go to the mid-episode break room? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Is Margaret eating peanut butter and onion sandwiches again? Oh, my gosh, that's <laughs> gross. <laughs> Margaret <laughs> has the night off. Yeah, let's go to the break room. Okay. <laughs> uh, BXP and pandas are all part of the misdirected mark network. Woo-hoo. Hey, can we get send us permission to um, invade the lounge to go take this break? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they have like okay, cool. I'm just... Doc won't mind. Yeah, <laughs> I have executive yeah, privilege. Oh no, I have royal privilege here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. She said it was fine. So you know, you brought that up in the last episode whether or not we could invade the lounge to take our break. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. now, but, who yeah. breaks it to them? Like, how, like, is there a memo? Well. I think we just show up, and then if Doc has a problem, we're like, well, send us it if it's okay, and we can't dispute it, so by royal decree. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny that that's a thing. <laughs> I have to do some housekeeping? Is that what I see here yeah, on my chore list? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. What's this housekeeping? Bit of housekeeping. Yeah. Uh, hey, just a reminder that we have our Patreon coming in March. Become a patron and get bonus episodes. And if you give us, uh, if you we hit one of our goals, uh, an actual play. Yeah, Woo-hoo. yeah, the actual plays we, on we the got a, on the goal list. We got a, yep, we got a bunch of pretty cool goals. Our first goal will be paying for Zencaster. I forgot what our second goal is. We're gonna eventually do an actual play. <laughs> We're gonna release more bonus content. I think this is um, all out of order, but it's fine. Yep. There's lots of really cool stuff coming on the on yeah, the goal list. We got a we got a bunch of really cool shit planned. Uh, including a line of merchandise yes including a new line of merchandise Mm -hmm. because our actual line of merch is already out oh Mm -hmm. our logo merch oh you're talking about the new stuff that's like the birthday surprise oh Oh, i'm so excited it looks so good (laughs) i have seen it also and i'm very excited i'm so excited for it but you can currently go to our website bxpcast.com slash bxp swag yes bxp swag so what game are you what what game are you going to play for an actual play? Oh god, I don't know yet actually. <laughs> we discussed Uranium Chef. Yes, I found I found a fate supplement on Drive Through RPG called Uranium Chef, which is a sci-fi competitive cooking show fate supplement that even oh has rules for like rivalries and like like pr- like one-on-one confessional scenes and it, it looked pretty. It looked pretty out there, <laughs> but it sounds like I love that. Stuff. Sounds fantastic. yeah. It sounds like it's going to be a yeah. a great one shot material because I think our first AP is going to be a one shot. Yeah, yeah. We're probably going to do a couple of those and. 
because if it's going to be a campaign, then that's going to be up to me. And that's going to take a good bit of work, which is why, which is why we're making you pay for mm-hmm. it. Um, <laughs> as always, you guys can buy us coffee or our products via the How to Give Us Money page on bxpcast.com. Thank you. Thank you and bye. It? Yeah. We well, okay, go- I'm getting yeah. out of here. All right. Yep, it's let's go. Stinks. Back to the show. It smells like peanut butter and onions. <laughs> Ugh. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Doc. Margaret's got some issues. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we've talked about giving feedback, so let's talk about graciously receiving feedback. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I always say thank you, or at least try to remember to say thank you, <laughs> <laughs> even when I disagree, and even when I'm low-key cooking at a low boil. And <laughs> it's really easy to make me... Uh, I get het up real easy. And in face-to-face playtests, uh, like at Metatopia, I try to avoid outright having an argument. Unless I'm shooting down a, a suggestion outright, because it doesn't jive with what my goals are. As previously stated, it's really okay to do something like, if I'm designing my own system and someone says, just make it in fate, it is perfectly fine to be like, I am not interested in in doing a hack of another system. Right. Like, mm-hmm. if someone brings that up, it is perfectly fine for you as a playtester to be like, thank you, but no. Not the goal here. Yeah, I think not enough people shoot down that, like, that's not my that's not my goal here. Um. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think that's a really good thing to do. Boundaries. Yes. Mm. Um, but if you don't hate the idea of doing a fate version, it is also fine to say, like, hey, I'll consider that later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm also a big fan of politely accepting commentary and then just venting my spleen in private later. <laughs> 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 I do this all the time with my professional red lines. I've I've been complimented on how well I take criticism from my industry peers, <laughs> but they don't get to hear the rage-filled profanity um, vented to the privacy of my own home. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like it is. If you are a professional writer, or a prof- you know, if you if you have to have someone else checking your work and you have to get their feedback, and sometimes you're just like, "Why are you mad about this one word? It is a perfectly acceptable word. It's, it's fine in context. I don't know why you're picking at it. The rest of the sentence is fine." <laughs> <laughs> I sense why are you, some history. Why are you criticizing this rule? It works out just fine. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, don't don't deliver it. that rage on the people giving you the feedback. No, it's perfectly fine to deliver it scream to your the void. significant other, to your unrelated yep. friend, to your cat. Yep. yep. Yeah, I will. I think I dovetail right onto that because I will say, like, accept all feedback graciously, but you're not. Even if you accept it, you're not obligated to actually make any of those fixes. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, you're the designer. And sometimes you may get legitimate feedback about a part of your game. And the person who's giving it to you is absolutely right. But that was a, des- a design decision you made about the game. And you're, you know, you don't want to fix it. Like, you're not obligated to go fix that. You can just simply look at it and say, mm-hmm, they're absolutely right. If I change that, it would make combat more chandelier swinging, but I'm totally not going for chandelier swinging in this combat, so I'm just not going to make this change. Ooh, I have I have, I have, have a brilliant example of this that just okay. happened to me on Saturday. So I had um, a lovely gal called Becky Ennison on to, to run her new game on She's a Super Geek called Bite Me, and it's like werewolves and feelings, and I really yes. like it, you guys. And what happened at the very end of the game is that one of my guests, Ryan Macklin, turned to her and he said, 
Is there a reason that you put these moves at the very end of your sheet when they're the things that you told us at the beginning of the game were the most important? And she said, yes, because the sheet is actually in order that I expect you to approximately use the moves. Like, you have to do the moves on the first page before you can do the ones on that second page, even though they're kind of the focus of the game. And we were like, oh, yeah, cool. That makes sense, right? So, like, she had made a very intentional decision about it, even though at first blush we were like, huh, that's funny. You hid them on the back, but they're the really important ones. And then in play, it made perfect sense because we did have to use the ones on the front of the page before we could use the ones on the back of the page, right? Yeah. Sorry, All that's right. my example. No, that's good stuff. That was that's an example, example of graciously taking feedback and then being like, yeah, this is why I made the decision. And all of us being like, oh, yeah, cool. That really makes sense. Yeah, it's important to understand that, like, like, like everybody's saying, thank people for their feedback. Thank people for their time, especially because regardless of if, you know, whether what they provided is really just sparkling, perfect, ideal, useful and not, you know, wow, this is worthless. They still took the time and effort to actually like play test your game. So thank, thank them for their time. Thank them for their feedback. You don't have to pay attention to any of it if none of it is useful. I'd hope you'd pay attention to some of it. Otherwise, I don't know why you're play testing. But you know, you don't have to really take any of it. If it turns out that, oh, shoot, the playtest wasn't quite focused on what I needed and I didn't really get the data that would have been useful for me. And, you know, don't feel bad if it ends up being that a playtest was kind of a bust because then at least you can focus in like, okay, well, next session, I know exactly what to do because I shouldn't do what I just did. I don't know if any of that makes sense i'm kind of no that does make perfect sense because the thing is you always learn something even if the thing that you learned was this isn't how i get the playtest feedback that i need you still learned something from running the game right so you still got playtest results even if it wasn't from feedback right yeah and this kind of goes to the same thing i i said at the top of the show where i was where i said sometimes it's it's good to focus people and say where you want your feedback for that evening because you might know that a part of the game is kind of really messy and kind of a train wreck, but you haven't gotten over there to fix it yet. So by just telling people like, you know, I don't actually need any feedback about the chase system because the chase system's a disaster. I already know it is like, you know, just we're going to do a chase and it's going to be kind of messy and I'm just going to hand wave it at some point, but <laughs> ignore it. I don't ignore need any, me. right. I don't, I don't need, I don't need any <laughs> feedback there. I know that part's broken. Right. Right. Uh, it, it helps because then it, it focuses people in to give you the feedback where you where you want it the most. Right. Do we have any other last comments about playtesting, giving feedback or receiving feedback? I mean, it's good. You should you should do it. You should like, do don't it. be afraid yeah. of it. <laughs> yeah. Don't be afraid of it. Don't hide from it. It's not always fun. It's not always enjoyable, but it is valuable and it absolutely will change. It will change your game. Yes. Yeah. Agree. It's absolutely necessary. One of the things that I do when I'm testing, it's also really helpful to have someone with you mm-hmm. because I like having someone there to catch when I automatically correct to fix a rule. <laughs> and sometimes I don't catch myself doing it. And when I do catch it, I'm like, oh, I just literally made up something better and I'm going to write it down. Like, oh, shit. I just literally redesigned that rule because I didn't like how the rule I just wrote worked in play. <laughs> and sometimes I'll just patch it on the fly and not catch it and then if i have somebody there to be like you said you like roll two dice and take the lower but in the moment you actually change that to like a plus two because <laughs> people didn't get it so say bonus experience where do people find you on the internet <laughs> yeah. oh thank you for asking phil can i call you phil 
yeah. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at BonusEXPCast. You can also find yep. our website, BXPCast.com. <laughs> if you want to just talk to me, because I'm really cool, I'm on Twitter at Ray underscore Cole. If you want to talk to me, because I am constantly bored at work, I am at Zenith Sun. I'm not actually that cool. I don't know why I said that. You can email us, too, right. if you want. Monica will read it. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, bonusexpcast at gmail.com. That's also where you can shoot us a message if you want to be interviewed on our show. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it, though. Yeah, that's that's it. I think that really is it. Yeah, it really is it. Now, now can I do it? normally say, you can, yes, tell us to get out. You can Everybody get out! You can tell us to, but I'm not leaving yet because we haven't ended our show yet. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, okay. You guys, okay. Will you get the lights on the way out? Yes. Yep. Lock the door? Okay, cool. Thank you. Senda, before we head into the closing of the show, tell us about another show on the Misdirected Mark Network. Yeah, on Down with D&D, Chris and the Mad Wizard Sean Merwin dish about everything D&D with a focus on the brand and newest edition of the world's most popular tabletop RPG. Yes. So, say, Senda, where can people reach us on the internet? Well, you can find us on Twitter at Pandas.Games. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Pandas.Games. You can find us in the Misdirected Mark Google Plus community for question right. mark longer Everyone, oh, no. you can't find our tumblr account anymore tumblr's because, gone because you know, it was all panda got, porn yeah oh they got you in the purge huh they got yeah. us in the purge they were like oh panda porn that counts too or you can <laughs> drop us an email panda at misdirectedmark.com and phil once they find us in one of those places or manage to write that email address down frantically in the middle of traffic what can they do with that information Please, please, please send us your topics. You think we have plenty, but I trust me when I tell you that we can never have too many topics He's for fickle. us to potentially pick from. Fickle. There's no rhyme or reason to how we pick topics. I just go through the list and randomly pick one each week. So uh, you may get yours right away, or it may be years before I do one of your topics. But uh, one way or another, we'll get to them, maybe, before the show goes off the air. Maybe? I don't know. You're so uh, But send them anyway. Tonight. Yeah, send them anyway. We love them. Uh, send them, what's the other thing we love people to do with our social media information? Well, you can send us your table selfies. So the next time you are sitting down at a table with those awesome peeps to play an awesome game, take a picture of you playing said game and hashtag it table selfie and post it on the social media of your choice, except I'll probably only find it if it's on Twitter. <laughs> I mean, yeah. well, let's just I mean, be honest at this I mean, point. Let's right? just be honest, right? If it's right, if you want us to find it, put it on Twitter. Put it, on Twitter. Put it anywhere else. I mean, right. we'll try. We'll try. Right. We won't try hard. So <laughs> right. put it on Twitter. You know. If you like what we do here elsewhere on the Misdirected Mark Network, you can always support our Patreon campaign. Go to patreon.com slash MMP. Patrons of the show get all sorts of cool things. The bonus outtakes from this show, oh the after show from Misdirected Mark, which, also, is like, oh is like it's, which is like the red light district of uh, <laughs> Misdirected of Mark podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. You get show notes. You get access to the Slack Room for Life. You can jump on our awesome Minecraft server where Bob Schmidt and I are kind of hanging out every day. And occasionally Encoded Designs just gives you stuff, books and games and stuff like that. You know, just remember, patrons received Mark's uh, half-eaten hamburger LARP before anyone else did. <laughs> I know. That's the shit right there. Straight up, man. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> Say, send a... What's the other thing people can do if they're already supporting the Patreon or unable to support the Patreon, which of course is perfectly fine, that makes us happy like pandas drunk on bamboo rolling down a hill? 
Well, you can leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or the podcatcher of your choice. Every new review we get really actually does help new people find this show. The only funny thing is if you don't leave it in the U.S. iTunes store, we probably won't see it. So you should probably tell us you left it so that we can read it and have a sense of marvelous and enlightening artistic validation that makes us glow. Like glowing pandas? I don't know. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Glowing pandas would would be cool. Okay. (laughs) I'd glow if I could. (laughs) All right. Well, Phil, show me how you're going to be playtesting Long Live the Queen next. Yeah, that's coming up. This show is a joint production of She's a Super Geek and Misdirected Mark Productions, the media arm of Encoded Designs. Show me what you got. Hey, show me what you got. Show me what you got. Hey, show me what you got. Show me what you got. Hey, show me what you got. Show me what you got. Show me what you got. Oh, a clicky. Clicky. See, everybody can say clicky. Let's have a shared click experience. Okay, three, two, one. Let's click. Yeah, like that. Okay, thank you. So for a while there, Phil was watching Cowboy Bebop because he hadn't seen it yet. Cowboy B-Boy? Yeah, yeah. The words didn't come out of my mouth quite No, it's fine. I love you. But you knew what I meant. I knew what you meant. So he was watching Cowboy Bebop. He was watching Koopa Boo Boo. Yeah. And uh, and so like every time we started the show, I like that was what played in my head for several months. Uh huh. That's it good. Was pretty funny. That's, that's a yeah. good energy to start a podcast with. Bloop. I feel like we all have to discuss our uh, our selection of fizzy water this evening. Oh, okay. Yes. Good. All okay. right. Because you go first because you're very excited. <laughs> well, well. So this evening I am drinking a Spindrift grapefruit, Ooh. which is sparkling water with a real squeezed fruit in it, yes. and I like it quite a bit. It's got a little. But I like the, got a little pulp to it, right? It's got a little chew. It, maybe just a tiny bit but it was like but i only really like the citrusy ones i don't really like the like raspberry is weird it just tastes like really watery juice Ugh. yeah that would be kind of weird huh yeah i've only had yeah, the citrusy ones they're, they're like the lime is very mm, i love yeah. it the citrusy ones are delightful they also make a sparkling iced tea <gasps> i saw at target they had uh an arnold palmer spin drift and i nearly yes. lost my mind that's my favorite it thing is- it's very tasty. It's not at all sweet, and it's very tasty. My son thought that he was going to get a sweet Arnold Palmer that was fizzy. Oh, no. And instead, he got an unsweetened iced tea with lemon in it. Life and... is pain, child. Yes. <laughs> and I got to drink all of them, and they were fantastic. <laughs> Bloop. Okay. Yeah, all right, tell, cool. Tell, us, tell waiting... us about tonight's vintage. <laughs> all right. I was I was waiting for the background noises to leave Oh, should room. I go? Uh, so No, no, no. He's gone. Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, I have a grocery store brand seltzer. Yes. <laughs> Good. Well done. What's the name of yes. it, though? Does it have one of those kooky, like, not no, Dr. Pepper it's names? Just, it, no, it's just Weiss quality seltzer. Oh, bummer. Sorry. Um, yeah. I am currently enjoying it's raspberry flavor. a tangerine La Croix. Uh, <laughs> yes. My second mm. favorite flavor of La Croix. Um, what, what is your first favorite flavor? I love me some key lime. And when you told me, oh, it's yeah. like, oh, the secret is that they put the vanilla, vanilla in there. It blew my mind. I was like, that is it. <laughs> oh, my God. You're like a wizard. Like a <laughs> s- sparkling water wizard. Bloop.
Um, Phil, tell us what you're drinking, even though it's not fizzy. Yeah, I'm so just you drinking won't tea tonight. Like it's cold <laughs> down here. There's it's too cold for it's too cold for anything that came from the fridge. Like I needed something that came out of the Keurig. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I've got a black I've got a black tea. All right, black Classic. tea. No McClure temp yet. Yeah, it's English breakfast. It's English breakfast. English breakfast with a half a teaspoon of sugar. There's, there's the. That's it. No cream. Twining's English oh. breakfast. Nah, nah. You're serious, man. Bloop. Oh, you got to keep those vocal cords nice and right. limber. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We are professionals. <laughs> professionals. Bloop. There's like an order of operations. There's some ritual <laughs> okay. involved in the show. All right. All right. Yeah. Right. I mean. Our ritual is just 15 straight minutes of bullshit, and then one of us goes, welcome to bonus experience, and the episode <laughs> starts. Warning, Literally, that's yeah. how it goes. One of us yells it, and then the show starts. <laughs> I love it. That's actually a pretty genius way to do it. We've been trying to keep our bullshit at the beginning of the episode under 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, God. We're, okay, we're at six minutes, though. We're good. We got yeah, time. No, we're cool. Yeah, we're cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we're totally we cool. We have four more. Yeah. yeah, yeah four we're, more like, that's why we're getting to the meowing part. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bloop. All right, yeah, so true. let's. You have an actual. Get, I mean, get to the meowing okay. already. Yeah, I okay, promise. Okay, I'm, meowing, right? I'm gonna meow. Right. Are we ready? <laughs> okay. I, I, I feel like a lot of pressure. I, mean, I have to meow in front of other people now. I know. I'm kind of feeling embarrassed about our. So, meows. do you normally do you do like a kitten meow? Do you do like a Siamese like raw like that really throaty? Uh, we've done all of them. Actually. It really oh, depends on the. Does, mode, does anyone yeah. have a request for cat sounds? <laughs> um. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you should just go with whatever instinctually takes you once you've mm. got, you know, okay. the input of the first couple right, of the It's a yes you. and oh, It's a yes and. Okay. All right. Bloop. This is the most interesting <laughs> show opening. I'm, I'm feeling it. Explain. Do you want to even explain where it came from? <laughs> I know. Yeah, I like the mystery. Okay. Well, we'll just, <laughs> okay, we'll we'll just do it. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, that's fine. It's, yeah. It was freezing. Now it's hot in here, and I'm going to take a sweatshirt off. So excuse me while I take my shirt off. Hold on. All right. Take your shirt off, and then we'll meow. Oh, hold up. Where's my video feed? <laughs> you don't have a video feed. I don't have a... Uh, you no, haven't. I don't have a camera. No, I'm watching Monica take her shirt off. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to put another layer on. <laughs> yeah, Reverse you strip poker. Put, put, put your hood more on. clothes on, please. Bloop. Oh, <laughs> yeah, now so, we have Darth yeah, Philip. Okay, I was talking. This is like full. This is like full this, emperor. Like, oh, full, full emperor Vecchio. Stars up. Let your anger turn to meows. I, I took my shirt off, and Phil has just become a chin. <laughs> it's cold. It's cold. <laughs> Bloop. Okay. Right. Meow. Okay. Meow. 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 Okay, let's do this thing. Okay. I'm gonna burp. Hang on. Wait, should I be recording? Are you not recording? <laughs> no. I'm, just Why? You. I'm sorry. Why would you do That's that to me, Ray? I'm sorry. Give me a heart attack. That's great. <laughs> Such cruelty. <laughs> I just felt like really wasting more time here. Bloop. Hey, Phil. Hey, Senda. Your line. <laughs> oh, it's oh. <laughs> oh that's, that's so on brand. <laughs> Let's do it again. <laughs> this is how it I happens. Monica was gonna do 
it. That's just scripted. It's literally scripted. You just follow the lines. It's it's sorry. Just, <laughs> it's okay. You're just playing the role of Senda this evening. <laughs> My bad. Senda, this is where the music goes when you edit this episode. I'm pretty sure I know by now. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Right? I know, right? I got this ready. Awesome. All right, cool. We We're all here. We did it. We did it. We made it. We got through the intro. Well, smooth sailing from here, guys. It's an accomplishment. I'm really proud of all so, of you. So, Senda, tell us about another show on the Misdirected Mark Network. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just burped really loudly. <laughs> that was the raspberry. Yeah. Sparkly. So, okay. Phil is shaking his head just like he does at me. Carry on. <laughs> but as I tweeted, because autocorrect got the better of me... She will eventually be free in the office. Oh, good. She, so, oh, good. she will be. <laughs> I be. meant to say she will eventually be back in the office, but that's not what <laughs> most, not what She will be released said. into the office. She will be free <laughs> to torment us once again. Bloop. That's my, my youngest's favorite sandwich is peanut butter and onions. I have no idea how he got the idea or why. Like, who has done this to my boy? <laughs> but he loves peanut butter onion <laughs> Who <sandwiches>. hurt him? <laughs> I, see, but I can... Right, so I can tell you're a parent because you're like, but but he'll eat it, so I'm going yep. to feed it to him. Like, <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> you love it? Fine, I'll make it. Just put it in your face. You need nutrition. If you don't eat, I go to jail. Please eat this. <laughs> <laughs> Just eat this. You're going to eat this? Fine, whatever. <laughs> Just eat. Just please eat it. I was picturing that as like cooked onions, Ooh. and I was like, "Well, you toast that's the bread." Not... It's, okay, I'm gonna uh-huh. I'm gonna step you through this because I've lived <laughs> it, and All it's right. horrifying. You toast the bread, you put peanut butter on on both pieces of bread. Uh huh. Uh, excuse me. Smooth. Wow. I'm sorry. Way to go. That was smooth, my look right. Man. No, you're not. Sparkling uh, smooth. water. <laughs> smooth, smooth peanut butter, peanut butter on chunks of, okay. of toasted bread. All right, just had to check and how much then, how how much of a little Satan wait, your child is. I'm not done. Then you put okay. a layer of mayonnaise on top of that what? peanut what? butter. You and you then, buried the lead. And then you put slices of raw onion on there, and then you put it together as a sandwich, and you hand it to my youngest child, and he goes, "Ooh, thanks!" And he eats it in like three minutes. That is Whoa. really gross. It's incredible. The mayo, He's a goblin. The mayo made it, if it was possible to make this sandwich worse. Mayo, yeah. You just did, because mayo yep. and peanut butter is not an experience that I <laughs> ever want to have. You set up he peanut butter and them. onion sandwich. I know. Not a PBMO. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know what to tell you, man. That's just what they're called, and that's just what's on them. Don't, don't shoot the messenger, please. I've already lived wow. through enough torture having to make them, and then watch him eat them with glee. <laughs> <laughs> oh god there's there's pictures of it oh man it's a no re- okay. no it's a no thing. why are you it's, why did yeah. you do that it's exactly what it says on the tin ah see now phil's <laughs> looking it up i was gonna say we have one more question left <laughs> yeah uh-huh. no, i told you there are no more topic. questions there are only Not peanut the- butter onion sandwiches <laughs> apparently <laughs> phil come back come back from the rabbit hole come back all right Follow the I'm sound of our out. voices <laughs> I'm closing this tab. Okay. I can't Think unsee about that. Bon me. I can't, I can't unsee that now. They're actually not that bad. I tried a bite of one and 
The texture is kind of weird, but it works. Mm-hmm. I can't explain it. It really works. Bloop. Just pulling an example, a bad example out of my butt. Uh, <laughs> Put it back yeah, in your no. butt. <laughs> um, so. Okay. <laughs> That's the end of that thought. It just petered right out. Whoop. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. Put I it back in your butt and butt. we'll just. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> I got I got mean. Can we kick people out of the show that's not just our show? No, you made me yeah. do the get out yeah. part before we I do didn't. the where to find us part. Oh, that's shit. Your outline's all out of order. How could you do this to me? <laughs> you know, <laughs> look, okay, maybe again. if you worked on the outline sometimes, I look, <laughs> I worked out on order. the outline. You can see the little R's. I was there. I lived it. <laughs> Unlike me. Um, you can find us on Twitter at bxb uh, bxpcast.com. It's not no. I'm talking about Twitter. I'm Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. Oh, yeah, bxpcast.com. Oh, hashtag bonus. <laughs> <laughs> bonus exp-cast. Will you put Margaret back in her box? <laughs> she can't be can- free in the office yet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can I keep her? I just somebody needs to edit. I've. This. Show. Boy, you can keep her if you want to, but I don't know that you want to. <laughs> She's got a. She lives on a very strict diet of mimosas and peanut butter and onion sandwiches. <laughs> sandwiches and she, those farts are awful. Oh, well, Margaret, put Margaret, it Margaret. back in your butt. Just but. put- <laughs> <laughs> show me what you got. 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 And that <laughs> That's how we end the show. <laughs> the actual music's so much better. It's just so it's, it's much better. It's all like fun. Although the music video is really weird. Bloop. The music video is really strange. It's really strange. There's some like, like conspiracy something. theories about the music video at this point. I think Rob has one about there being like a D20 or like polyhedral dice in the rearview mirror of the truck when she appears as a ghost. You know, I don't know. That's gotta weird. look into that stuff. It's, it's weird, it's right? Weird. It's a yeah, song, it's definitely though. weird. My file is pushing fifty nine and a half minutes. Yep, right. mine yeah, too. We're like rocked it out. We like nailed the timing. Oh, okay, like, good, super good. Yeah, yeah. I'm very happy. Under an hour. Yep. Yeah, all right. <laughs> if we all if we all push stop in the next like twenty five seconds, I know okay. could, be I could be tricky. Could be tricky. I don't know. Ready? Stop. stop. Say goodbye. Say goodbye. Say bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. Stop. And stop.